Are you a new or seasoned esthetician or entrepreneur looking for a place to vent and feel understood? Well, you're in the right place, honey, to be validated. Welcome to Skin on Earth Podcast. I am your host, Bessie, aka Goddess of Estheticians, and here we'll be discussing all things skin aesthetics, mental health, and entrepreneurship. Come on in and get some tea on me about my struggles and mental health with balancing life-work balance and entrepreneurship. Hey, Estee friends. Oh my gosh. I really can't believe I'm doing this. Like, this is, this is not real. Like, okay, okay. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go into a tangent on that, but I just really, I really can't believe I'm doing this. I, I, I've moved past my fears. I've moved past just all of the doubt and stuff that I may have had. And here I am, here I am making my first freaking podcast episode my first official podcast episode this this is a milestone so i'm really excited about this i'm really excited to be sharing um some of my things some of my experiences with you and just really getting to know you all um so i'm hoping that i'm able to bring you know, some information to you all that will help guide you or um, just help you on your path to um, entrepreneurship or just being a esthetician. <clears throat> so my name is Bessie and I'm a licensed esthetician. I am from Prince George's County, Maryland, born and raised. Okay. Um, I started this podcast because I have so much energy that was pent up that I wanted to talk about, you know, when it comes to my business and being an esthetician. Um, and you know, like, even though I have like people I can talk to, like I have plenty of people. I have my sisters, I have friends and cousins and stuff who understand, especially like two of my cousins they definitely understand like some of the stresses I go through because they're entrepreneurs as well so it's really good talking with them I really enjoy talking with them um but sometimes it just wasn't enough you know sometimes you just feel like like okay maybe I'm I might be overwhelming someone with what I'm feeling about you know business and stuff like that and I and I know that's probably not true um but you know how sometimes you just, well, I'm just going to say I, and I don't know if anyone else, you know, feels this too, but you just don't want to, um, put all of that on someone else, even though it's something so simple, but you just don't want to transfer your feelings, your energy, or your fears and doubts and, you know, on everyone else and, you know, just giving them permission to decide if they want to, um, help you through it or listen or just anything. So, you know, I really had more thoughts than I really wanted to, I guess, like burden someone else with. (laughs) Um, so I would just like have all of these thoughts and then I was just like, okay, in my head and I'm like, okay, I have to get these out some way. So, you know, I really, have been having an issue lately as far as being on Instagram or being anywhere. So then I just really started making videos or whatever on TikTok 
Um, I'm not like a TikTok sensation or anything yet right now. So <laughs> not yet, not yet. It's coming. Um, but I don't know. It was something about that platform that really made me feel more comfortable with wanting to talk or wanting to just talk about what I was personally going through because my personal and well my business Instagram is mainly about my business I do own a business I own a business it's called crown to earth I make um all natural skincare products and so like over there I'm working on um the flow of how I want to post and to be honest I am not a social media person I've I'm one of those people who take social media breaks for like months at a time or, you know, I just personally don't, I just, I personally just don't do social media a lot. So it is truly a struggle for me to like, you know, be on social media. Um, so, you know, not going off on a tangent, <laughs> kind of went off on a tangent with that one, but you know, like I said, I just had so much so many things that I wanted to say, so many things, like feelings I was feeling. Um, and I just really wanted a way to like kind of vent or get it off my chest. And so I was just like, well, maybe I can start like journal, voice journaling um, and stuff like that. And that's what prompted me to create this podcast. Now, whether, you know, people actually listen to it or not, it's fine. But this makes me feel comfortable and Honestly, it kind of builds my confidence to be ready to put myself out there because like I said, I'm not really a social media person. So putting myself in the forefront and being the face of everything, um, it's a little stressful for me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very, very stressful for me. Um, so um, I just really, like I was saying earlier, like I just really needed to get all of these thoughts out of my head you know because when I finished SD school like I had so many ideas of what I was going to do and what I wanted to do if I wanted to go solo if I you know wanted to work for someone else and honestly at the beginning because I have a business working for for someone else was not an idea like I hated the thought I did not want to think about the thought um, because I just did not want to work for anyone anymore. Um, and so I just eventually, you know, working with those thoughts all the time, every week, straight out of SD school, um, I eventually figured out exactly what I felt the smartest thing to do for me. Um, and that's why I really wanted to do this episode and I wanted to talk about um choosing your own path because I've met so many Estes that feel like they gotta have it all together right out of school um and and honestly I was one of them like you know I'm not exempt from these feelings or these thoughts you know I just really wanted to have it together you know you just like I want to learn I want to I know these things and I'm ready to just get started and get out there. And, you know, sometimes we, not all of us have all the tools or understand, you know, what we should be doing. Um, so, like I said, this is why I wanted to create this um, episode 
is being like that choosing your own path. Um, and you know, not being influenced cause this is, you know, a world of the, or a time of the influencers right now, but not being influenced to do other things just because you see someone else doing it. And that's why, you know, me personally, I'm not always on social media because I don't want to be influenced or, um, my mind being kind of like subconsciously like formed into feeling like I have to be doing this or doing that as an esthetician. Um, so, you know, you, you have to understand that you can choose your own path. You don't have to do the things, um, that you see other people doing, figure out exactly what you like to do, you know, and take your time. Like you don't have to, you, you may not, you may be in esthetician school and realize you like another thing versus something you may have originally went to school for. So that's why I said choosing your own path is completely up to you. You have the power to do that. And just to give a little background about me and currently like what I'm doing right now. So for me, um, like I said, I did just want to go straight solo, get in a salon suite straight out of school. And um, I kind of changed my mind on that really, really quickly. So for me, I still currently work a nine to five um, corporate job. And, um, luckily for me, I work from home. So I was just decided, you know what, I'm going to keep my job. Um, I like my supervisor, you know, so that's good. It's not stressful. So I was just like, you know what, right now I'm gonna keep my job and the money that I get from there will be my, I call it the investor money. Um, because that is the money that I use to fund my business anyway. So I decided that, I wanted to keep that job, this, my job, my corporate job. And my corporate job is nowhere near, (laughs) um, the field of, you know, being an esthetician at all. Um, so, but I really do appreciate this job because it has taught me over the years, cause I've been working in this corporate job for, you know, for a very long, a while, like since I was 17. So I pretty much like, I love the job because of the simple fact it taught me different skills. Like as far as for being an entrepreneur, like as far as being organized, um, creating different systems and creating, um, different processes or processes to keep my business, um, organized and, running and, um, and everything. So, you know, you just kind of got to take, even what you're doing now, you know, try to take some of those skills. If you choose that you want to be an entrepreneur, solo esthetician, um, and just figure out how you can use the skills that you already have and transfer it into your business. So I don't look at my job as being a bad thing right now. Well, I didn't, but you know, of course I want to be solo and be full time doing esthetician work, but I'm also just looking at my current, um, corporate job as being an extra tool to keep me a professional because my customer service is great. I'm, you know, I mean, 
talk to my clients, talk to my clients and my customers. Okay. They'll be the judge of that. Um, I might, cause I might be a little biased, but my customer service is really great. Um, my professionalism is just there. Um, and just so many other things like that helps me run my business in the background. Um, so that's first, but um, I do have the flexibility of working from home. So that really does help me. So once I'm done with work, um, I don't have to like get up from my office and leave and get home and then come home and work on my job. I literally close my work computer um, at the end of the, my day and open my my personal computer to start doing business. So um, just working from home, honestly, it's perfect and it allows me the flexibility. So that's why I'm still working there and, you know, I plan to still work there. Um, so I also decided um, after like a lot of thought on this, I decided that aside from just going to get a salon suite, um, which was it, it was honestly, it was in the cars for me. Like I was ready. I was willing and excited about doing it. And I was honestly just kind of like, I was stern about like not working for someone else. You know, like I already had a co- have a corporate job and I was like, I'm not going to go work for somebody else, blah, blah, blah. And I went back and forth with those thoughts for at least, uh, probably about like four to five months, (laughs) like before I decided to, um, I decided on actually working at a spa. Um, it was a couple of factors, um, that really had me thinking, of course, I had saw a couple of YouTubes of, you know, people who, you know, were solo estheticians, but they talked about working at spas and stuff like that. And so that was kind of like, a factor and the thing was like I did not have a real clientele like I have customers who come to me for my products but that's not to say that they're going to come to me right away for my services so I didn't want to bank on that at the time and it wasn't that I didn't have faith that they would come but I was very serious about how I wanted the type of clientele I wanted all of that so I was just like, okay, you know what, maybe I can, you know, just create it where my free time, I can take clients. And that's exactly what I did. So, but doing that, I decided to go ahead and work at a spa. So I work at a spa about uh, two days out of the weekday, and I work there every other weekend. Um, And... I really, 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 really enjoy working there. Um, so it's it's really cool. I personally love working there. I get to encounter plenty of clients per day. Uh, I get to, well, the days that I'm there. And I get to talk to them about skin. And I get to pretty much personally build my my skill and my confidence. So... That's pretty much what I'm doing. And then also I take clients um, of my own on the side um, as a travel esthetician. So 
Um, I just kind of wanted to let you all know like what I'm doing and in promise, I promise you, I have a perfectly good, uh, life work balanced. Um, I'm not stressed or overwhelmed, which is one of the reasons why with the spa, I only work there every other weekend. Um, cause I'm off every other, um, Friday at my full-time corporate job. So I said, you know what? And at first I was working every weekend and I was so burnt out already just from working two jobs and taking my own clients too. So I did not really have a day off and I was just so exhausted. And I said, okay, something's got to give. I am very big on mental health. I am very big on taking time to yourself. So I couldn't be, you know, like the one telling everybody like, you need to take time to yourself. You need self-care. You know, your job is going to be there. <laughs> and then I was sitting up here exhausted, tired, you know, going out with friends, falling asleep, tired, just ready to go home. You know, I didn't want to be that person, which I was for at least a month um, before I realized like, no, this is not the life that I want. I don't want to burn out. I love esthetician work too, too much. So I'm not going to burn out. So that is why that's what I was saying. Like, you know, I do have a perfectly a perfect life work balance, um, even though it seemed like well, not seem like, but I am doing three things on top of, you know, within my business. I don't just take clients and I, tr I travel to my clients um, for facials and Brazilian waxes, but I also make products. Like I make skincare products, I make body butters, hair oil, um, skin serum, and lip balm. So I I I'm really working and doing everything at once, but I am still creating um, a place or a space where I'm able to rest, relax, and do things that I want to do for myself, spend time with family, you know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Today's episode is sponsored by Crown to Earth, your portal to skincare and wellness. Are you ready to take the guesswork out of your regimen or are you ready to build your skincare routine and see real results? Well, your happy ending starts here. Visit www.crowntoearth.com and book your complimentary virtual skin consultation where we will discuss your skin concerns and create a magical skin regimen custom to you that will wake up your skin like Prince Charming kissing Snow White. Click the link in the bio. Now back to your program. So I just wanted to talk about the two paths that you can choose. Um, if you haven't already guessed what I'm going to say. But um, of course, two of the paths, two paths that you can choose um, the most popular one, of course, being a solo esthetician. Um, and the one thing that I love about being someone being a solo esthetician is it's it's yours. You make the rules, like, honestly, like, you don't have to really worry about anyone. But that's where I was saying earlier, like, you need to make sure things and systems are in place. You know, such as insurance, product knowledge of your back bar, and most importantly, people, listen, your budget, okay? Your freaking budget. 
And and you know what? Even talking about the budget now that I'm thinking about it, this is why it's important to niche down a little bit because when you first start out as an esthetician, I was one of them, but you know, once you start when you start out as an esthetician, you feel like you want to do everything. You know, you may do brow lamination or lash lifts, waxing and facials and all of this stuff. And it's like, now you buying all of this, all of these products, you know, for stuff you either may not like, uh, services you may not even like doing, enjoy doing at all, or you're not getting clients to come to uh, get these services. So your budget, you really need to figure out how much you want to spend. I actually have a friend who, um, an SD friend who wants to start doing brows. And I loved talking to her because she was just like, I have $600. This is all I want to spend to start my business. This is the list that I have. And like, that is so important because that is um, how I was when I was working on deciding if I wanted to work solo or for someone else um, temporarily. So I, cause for me, I said, okay, I know that I like facials. I knew I was doing facials. And then I decided, I said, okay, I do like body waxing. I want to do waxing. Um, and at first, I was going to like be waxing legs and backs and arms and everything. And then I decided, no, I'm only doing Brazilians. And then eventually I'm going to add man, manzillions to that. And that's it. And then I, you know, once when they, when, when my clients come in or well, when I go to them for Brazilians, um, they can add on an underarm wax. Now I do that. I will do that. Um, so I'm fine with that. That's like literally the only add on is the underarm. I just decided I'm not doing legs, even though I can do it fast. I don't want to, I'm not in the mood. Um, you know, I just, I don't want to do it. I like doing the Brazilians. Um, and that's just pretty much what I like. And I'm okay with adding an underarm. I don't like brow. I don't like doing brows. I'm feel like that's in the makeup realm and I don't, I do, I know how to do my own makeup, but I don't like anything makeup related, like cosmetic in that area. Um, so I was like, I'm not doing nobody's brows. Um, you know, I may tap your chin, like you, somebody like, I just got a little chin hair. You mind? Okay, fine. But I'm not putting that on my services. None of that stuff is on my services. So niche down that way you can budget better. Um, and then the second path is working for someone. Um, and me personally, this, these benefits, um, and, um, these benefits is the reason why I chose to work for someone. Um, and working for someone, the benefits is free trainings, like free trainings, like on everything that your spa do. Like when you're a solo esthetician, you have to pay for these trainings and you are responsible for getting these trainings for the services that you want to offer. But when you work for someone else, 
you get the opportunity to take these free trainings and you get to access their resources um, that you, like I said, you would otherwise as a solo esthetician have to pay for yourself. Um, and another thing that I noticed is you get to practice on their clients with no risk or responsibility of your own, you know, um, as a solo esthetician, um, and I, and I don't want it to sound like I'm like bashing either one. Cause I plan to be a solo esthetician, but I'm just letting you know, like, I guess I'm, I like the different paths, but this is why I'm, these are just my opinions on why I feel like working for someone first is very important. Um, but yeah, like as a solo esthetician, you take all of the risk which is fine. It's, it's nothing wrong with that as long as you have your insurance in place, all of this other stuff. But even coming out as an esthetician, you still don't know everything. You still have so much to learn, uh, um, even with all the stuff that you, you may have may or may not have learned in school. So the thing is, working for, for someone else can be very beneficial because... You get to practice on their clients. You get to practice your product knowledge with the clients. You get to practice um, your skincare knowledge uh, with the clients, you know, doing skin analysis, um, uh, suggesting products, um, helping them, you know, either rearrange how they use their products um, and just educating them in general. Uh, It's just so many things things that you get when you work for someone else and you run no risk of being responsible of like the client's unhappiness so everyone is not going to like you you know so not having to take the risk of worrying about that you know you can be the best esthetician And you may not just, you just may not be everyone's cup of tea. So, you know, when it comes to that, you can like, when you work for someone else, they can take the rap for that. The people at the front desk, the managers, you know, the person can complain and then you can just be like, okay, because especially if you're a good esthetician, like your managers know, like, yeah, we already know she's good. This person just wants to complain. But as a solo esthetician, once someone complains, you have to take on all of that. It may make you a little nervous or weary, like, oh, my God, they're not going to come back. You know, when you work for someone else, honestly, you just don't care. Not not saying you don't care about the client or whatever, but it does not bother you the same that it would if you were a solo esthetician. Because at that point, when you're a solo esthetician, your clientele is your money maker. It's how you pay your bills. Um So, you know, as you can see, I am glad that I chose a path of working for someone else. However, being a solo esthetician and entrepreneur, it's not a bad choice either. I mean, especially knowing that you can make your own schedule. Honestly, that's why I cannot wait until I'm a solo esthetician, um, entrepreneur, um, because I'm ready to officially make my own schedule. I'm ready to make make my money so I can know that I can go on vacation for a week or two weeks at a time. I'm always out of town. So I need, I really, really want that freedom without having to tell someone that I want to go somewhere. 
Um, and I think honestly, that's why I chose to do travel SD work. Um, and I'm really kind of like honed in on that and I really like it. It's a lot, but I really do like it. Um, and I think I like the fact that, um, I can kind of, you know, travel and go somewhere or even if someone wants to book me super far, I can go. So, um, so these are just the two journeys that you can go down. Again, you can go down being a solo esthetician or working for someone. Um, so, but whatever path you choose, just make sure it is a path that you want to take. You do not have to feel like you got to do it all. You don't have to feel like you, you know, have to do facials. You don't have to feel like you got to have 50 services in order to get people in. Um, if you are a solo esthetician, you don't have to feel like you, you know, you want to do entrepreneurship just because you see a lot of people, um, working for themselves, work for someone else. If you are okay with working for someone else and just being able to come in at a certain time and leave at a certain time, and you know, like I said, not have any responsibilities, not have to pay for insurance, all of the overhead of being a, 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 a entrepreneur, do it. It's okay. And that's why I wanted to come to you all today, you know, just to let you know, whatever path you choose is yours. Don't allow anyone else to make you feel like you have to you know, go a certain route because they don't know what you want. They don't know internally what you're feeling. So sometimes you can't talk to everybody about what you want, even if they are other estheticians. Like you can't talk to everyone about what you want because they will start projecting what they feel like you should do because that's what they want to do on you and that and that's 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 not who you have to be or what you have to do you know exactly who you are and what you want that's why i decided to do this episode and you know talk about the different paths you can choose because i know it can be scary it can be confusing um and everything so I really, really, really hope that this helped someone. Um, I just, I really hope it helps someone. <laughs> um, so I just, I really hope it helps someone. And and I just really wanted to talk about this because it just felt important to me because I just know how stressed or like overwhelmed I felt be, when I got my license and was was actually in school too, um, <clears throat> not knowing exactly what I wanted to do, so I really really hope that this um, this helped you. I really hope that um, something resonated with you during this episode. If you have any questions about being an entrepreneur or you know, just being an esthetician in general or any topics that you want to talk about, just hit me up on 
Crown to Earth on TikTok or Instagram. And, you know, just ask me any questions that you would like or a topic you would want to hear about. And I'll do my best. So the plan is to try to at least get an episode out once a month right now. That is really what I can commit to. Um, Because I, I don't want to overextend myself. So I'm thinking once a month is going to work. So that is the plan right now. Um, yeah. So thank you for joining my first podcast episode. Um, and I hope to see you all next time. Bye.